Welcome to Double Burst, a podcast about Dice Masters. We are a group of Utah players that want to bring you the latest Dice Masters, news, strategies, tips, and more. Whether you're a new or seasoned player, we hope this show has something for you. I'm KT Data, one of your hosts, and welcome to episode 98. In this episode, we'll be talking about our featured basic action, Mutation. We talk about rogue meta cards, and we say goodbye to some of the rotated cards. So let's kick it off with our featured basic action, Mutation. All right, guys, we are here with Dr. J. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing great. How are um, you? I'm doing good. So we are here. We haven't done this in a while. It's our featured basic action. Um, so where we featured one of our ba- one of the basic actions in the game because sometimes we we've noticed that you know players tend to go to the same ones like you know that Rust guy. It's always first first basic action now. Is yeah, I want to use truce and resurrection. <laughs> Those are the two basic actions that Russ uses on all of these. Yeah, teams. It, it used to be like all heroic defense too. <laughs> also, with, with oh that, yeah, yeah, he was he was big on <laughs> yeah. that one for a long but, time. Yeah, so this one is actually it's a reprint of one and I, it's actually kind of borderlining on that kind of crutch. Basic action, yeah, a little often. bit, yeah. Um, but I, I, I haven't seen it that often anymore. So the, what we're talking about is mutation. Um, so it's from the Heroes and Half Shell Turtles box set. If you guys are looking for it, and it's it's a three cost action, and its ability is swap target character die in the field zone with target non sidekick character die in that player's use pile. Spin the character die to level one. This does not trigger when fielded effects, and then it has a global pay a mask. Spin one of your character dies down one level to spin another target character die up a level yeah and we kind of wanted to talk about this basic action because you know people are constantly getting into the game and leaving and coming back or we get new people all the time and this was for a long time a few years ago one of the biggest basic actions there was yeah and the way you read it sounds like it only does one thing but there's so much utility in this card that like you, you, I don't think you really figure it out unless you play it and you play it against other people too. Yeah, there's also some of the some of the finer rules in the game can help you exploit this card, or rather, this card helps you exploit some of those finer points in the game. So, so let's go with the ba- the, the main one. The yeah, w- so reason why people would actually used to use it, they actually would buy it. Um, they mainly used it to get around cards like Constantine Hellblazer was one that you know if you. Uh, not really. Well, it's usually to get out of it. it's usually to get out a character that same turn. Yeah, exactly. Because you, you would buy the character, it goes through your use pile. You have a sidekick in the field. Then you play Polymorph, and then that character you just bought is now level one on the field. Exactly. Yeah, and it also it also doesn't trigger when fielded effects. So yeah, it's a swap is a different than fielding. Yeah, and this was really big when Professor X was big because you could. When you know, when you roll this one, you could buy a character like like the Hulk, Green Goliath, like the Hulk, like Jinzo, something like an expensive character that you wanted to get out that turn. You didn't want it to go through your bag, and it gets around fielding costs as well. So if you buy an expensive character and you put it in, let's say Hulk, Green Goliath, then not only do you put it out, but you also Hulk, Green Goliath had a bonus. When he was on level one or two, yeah. so you'd want him at the lower level. But if you wanted this, you want if you wanted that character on a higher level, you could also use the global to get him up, get that character up to level two or three. Yeah, the global is still a good way to get all the awakened characters to trigger. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so that was the basic use for mutation was just buy a character, get it out that turn. It's 
not as good as it used to be because we don't have the action discounting globals like on Red Dragon or Thousand Dragon, so it was dirt cheap to buy. Uh, in the new modern, we're going to get rid of chalkboard, so you can't just chalkboard it over right away. Um, and I think Misdirection has kind of seen this one fall out of use a little bit just because you, you kind of get the same benefit, but without the global and it's on whatever level yeah. the previous and, one and on. And it also ha- doesn't do its kind of other way you can actually use mutation for that, and that's, that's to remove your opponent's characters. Yeah, <laughs> and that was that was one of the, I guess we'd call it like an intermediate strategy that people, you know, if you weren't familiar with the card, you didn't realize it I could didn't do that. I, I didn't, and I haven't had it on my team. I discovered it during like a WKO or a PDC. <laughs> no, I've played with this card a couple times before I think someone did that to me, and I was like, oh, that's something you can do. So for one extra than misdirection, you can actually use it to remove your opponent's characters from the field. Or in the rare situation, like I've seen Russ do, put a character of yours they want into your field. Um, and so it's really handy as as removal. I think it also fell out of favor that way when, when Raven was really big because... Because it's considered... You'd have to target, You'd have to right? target. Yeah, yeah. so you couldn't use it on those against those mass green teams. But I think it's going to be much more valuable in the future. You could use this to get Shriek out of the field. You could use this to get the blob out of the field, yeah. get your characters back. Yeah, the, the one caveat with that is got to make sure your opponent has some character die in their exactly. use by because you can't pick a sidekick. You can't pick a sidekick. You can, you can swap a sidekick that's in the field zone, but you can't pick one in the use pile. Yeah, that's exactly. And... It seems like that might not happen very often. It, it's pretty frequently that you're able to use it. Yeah, and, and I think you'll see it even happen more often now that we don't have chalkboard in the new modern where yeah. the cards are going to have to cycle for, for you to be able to get to them. Yeah, and the, uh, another benefit to using this on your opponent is whatever die you're putting of theirs into the field is going to be on level one. Also, I, I just thought about this with the Shriek meta. If they buy Shriek and put it in their use pile, you swap it in. And you swap it in, it doesn't trigger. So they have to get that Shriek out of the field in order for them to be able to trigger her ability. Yeah, and you could be dirty and start because spe- the other way you can also do it is you, she's a one defense on her one and two side, I think. Um, mm, or am I? No, no I, I want to say a, she's like a three on th- all her th- sides. Is she a three Maybe a two, three, I think she's three. a two, three or something like that. Yeah. She doesn't go down to one. I'm I'm positive she doesn't go down to one. Um, she's a two three three. So, the yeah. the nice part is because the two defense is still depending on what character you have. It may be easy to, um, not to to still knock out. So what you can do is you can use her global because it only says spin one of your characters down. Doesn't mean that you have to spin one of your characters down. You could spin hers up exactly. and get on the other side because that was another way too. Especially with Hulk, you you mentioned that it did have a bonus. Um, that you could spin it up and it would actually take the bonus away because it was on a higher level. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's some other ways that you could use that to your ability. Um, I've used it, um, say, for instance, like cards that hurt your opponent if, they're, if their characters are at level three or if they have a certain attack or defense or something. Um, I, I remember... Oh, I'd use it with Killer Frost because if Killer Frost would get knocked out, then whatever knocked her out would go to the, your opponent's bag. So I would use it to spin my opponent's characters up and spin her down. So her defense was lower and their attack was higher so that I could manage to get her knocked out. So characters that get knocked out, sometimes that's a good time. Like this might be a good 
fit for a team like that. Yeah, um, and it, it's, it fits in our sweet spot in terms of cost of basic actions. Too. Yeah, it's that nice that, three that cost. three cost. Because sometimes I like, I like some of the four cost ones, but it just... It's hard to it, buy a four cost basic action. It just is. It's harder to buy than a three cost. And honestly, three costs are getting harder to buy with some of the two costs that are really good, uh, two and one cost. But I think with the, the shift to the new modern, you're going to see three costs and maybe even four costs start to come out of the woodwork and be used more often. Yeah, or, or if you live in Russ's world, six-cost ones where they're like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. I'm okay with this. Right. So, so yeah, we, we mentioned that it kind of has a sort of half-replacement in misdirection. So, like, why would you use one over the other in terms of your team construction? Because misdirection is one cheaper, but it can't do anything on your opponent's side, only on your that side. That right there, I think, justifies the extra cost on mutation. Um, it does have the drawback that's level one where I think think misdirection you just match whatever level you swap it to but if you're swapping sidekick it's level one and if you're swapping your opponent's stuff i mean you want them to probably be on level one instead of whatever level you know the other character would be on yeah so, mr russ yeah he, he i remember russ. he used to want his scarecrow on level one so he could use that <laughs> batman global too so he could knock it out yeah yeah um so that i think is the big reason why this is three and the other one's two and why it would justify playing this one really good with this card is really good with control teams too if you need control characters out and you don't want to have to risk rolling them this gives you another op another option you know if, if there's a character that you absolutely want out you buy this first and then when you get when you get the action you buy that character that control character and then you put it in you said i used to do this all the time with oracle because i'd want to get one of my oracles out and not rolling her hurt my team so bad I would go with this and, and use it to make sure that she would get in the field. Yeah, I remember I had to use this a couple of times, especially when I would roll really bad and all I would have is an action. I'm like, yeah. well, this is the only way I'm getting this character on the field because it hasn't been rolling for me turn by turn. Yeah. Um, plus, it also has Beat Bop and Rocksteady on it. So that's it a, does. <laughs> it's that funky, like, 3D CGI stuff. It's not but like it's the still, old school cartoon. But it's still Beat Bop and Rocksteady. Yeah, but it's still Beat Bop and Rocksteady. Beat Bop and Rocksteady. I'm not going to lie, it was one of the main reasons I was super excited for the Turtle set. Because I'm like, yeah. yeah! Not too long ago, I went back and watched the very first episode of the old Turtles cartoon. Oh, and that's where Bebop and Rocksteady Probably doesn't hold up at all. It kind of doesn't. <laughs> but seeing Bebop and Rocksteady before they become... Because they're humans before. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're a couple yeah. of punkers, you know? And it's just really funny to see them. Anyway, I think we should mention one more thing about this, and that's some of the more advanced tactics that you can use with mm -hmm. this card, which is really where this card shines. One of the things that you can do is, because you have a window after you declare attacks, you can swap things from your use pile in. You can use this to actually deal a lot of damage to your opponent um, if you if you use it right. So I've seen it used before where you attack with a couple sidekicks. Maybe your opponent doesn't have enough to block them. Or both. they're just like, oh, it's just too yeah. damage. Or they're, or they're not paying attention or they haven't experienced this before and they don't realize you have a big character in your use pile. So you attack with those two sidekicks or whatever. They don't block. You can swap out the sidekick after they declare blockers. You can swap out the sidekick that wasn't blocked with something in your use pile. Preferably something big. Preferably something big. And if you have masks left over, you can spin down some of your other characters to spin that character up. So if you had something big, like a dragon or a surter or a Mr. Fix-It, you know, you could 
end up get you end up swapping out a one cost sidekick for a potential seven or eight damage going to your opponent. Yeah, and and it's actually a lot easier to do now because you have um, the the pair the insect plague to get a yeah, sidekick through exactly. Yeah, you could use it with insect plague to do that. Another interesting thing. One of the rules I think that especially new people aren't aware of and sometimes even more veteran players don't think about very much is if you roll a character face during the roll and reroll step and during your main step you don't field that character, that die is going to go straight to your used pile at the end of the turn. So if, for instance, you roll a character you can't afford to field, as long as you go to an attack step you can swap that character that you didn't roll from the use pile with the yeah, sidekick in your field. Because I think right before the attack set, that's where you have to, that's the actual ti- timing for it, is that's where you push it to the use pile. Well, it's, yeah. it, no, it would be after, yeah, yeah, so right before the attack step, when your main step is over, you put any rolled character faces that haven't been fielded directly into your use pile. They don't go into transition. So then you would attack with one character, and then you could use mutation to put that character in, even though you couldn't afford to yeah. field it before. So, so if you say run into the situation where you're like, "crap, I can't field my big guy, but I can field this sidekick or this little character for free or for one or two, do that, and then you could actually get your big guy onto the field. But you know, I don't, I don't see a lot of people actually do, using that because it's it's kind of a specific situation. But that's another way you can get around fielding costs if you have something that's like a three cost fielding and you don't have enough energy to do it yeah yeah and so that's why i think this card newer players especially should give a look at in the future it, it was so popular before because it's a really good action as we've said it's got so much utility it's utility it can be used aggressively it can be used defensively it's just got so many options going along with it you should really give it a thought if you're planning on playing something yep. in the future yep so we want to hear from you guys. Have you guys used mutation, or did you have you used it in a way that we didn't mention today? Because um, we we we'd love to see some of your kind of creative aspects for it. Or if you have suggestions for our featured basic action, shoot us an email, um, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Jared, we will have you back a little bit later on in the show, where we're saying goodbye to some friends. All right, guys, we are here with the KO King. How are you doing today, Russ? Good. How are you? Um, I am doing good. I'm, I'm excited. So I, I was kind of going back and forth on what to call this segment because um, I think we initially said, like, rogue meta cards. But these are, th- like, kind of meta cards that we probably will see rise up um, post the rotation that's going to happen in June. So these are these are kind of cards that are actually pretty good cards, but we haven't seen played in the meta so far because Yanti was kind of like super fast. Um, so um, I, I think the one that I wanted to talk about first because I'm excited because I want to build this team and it was what I was going to play before Yanti ever came out was an infiltrate team. Um, so if you guys aren't familiar with the keyword, it's essentially characters who have the infiltrate keyword when they attack if they're not blocked you have the option of dealing your opponent one damage and then moving the character back from the attacks into the field zone so it's kind of like a burn them once if they're not blocked and then it's built in blink transmutation um and then what, what made this team really work was you had a lot of cheap infiltrate characters in the beginning but then you have the super rare angela 
who says your infiltrate characters cannot be blocked, but they deal no combat damage and there's shenanigans to get around that we're using True Believer and I can't remember what the reprint of that is. Um, Odin's Fury or something like that. Yeah. Um, two, two master moves. Yeah, so you would remove Angela after they've gone through unblocked and then they would do their face damage, which if you look at some of these infiltrate characters are pretty high for a two-cost character. So this goes back to the idea of taking something negative or appears negative on a card and turn it into a positive. So where you can pull pull it out and then everything would do the combat damage. So you yeah. kind of got to look at everything that way. Which was like the first time True Believer came out, everybody's like, who's going to pay two masks to remove a character? Why would you ever want to remove a character? Yeah. <laughs> so I was brewing with Marcus uh, Macabre. Macabre? I don't know. I can't say my right. own name sometimes. So, so <laughs> he kind of gave, I asked him curious on what he'd want to hear on the, the podcast so we can kind of thought it would be good to hear what people want to hear out there and that's where we kind of got this idea to talk about rogue stuff in the in the meta and i think it is for the most part going to be keywords something like infiltrate um things are going to rise to the surface and competitive but i it feels more at this point like it's going to be rock paper scissor in the sense that you're not going to be able to just throw out yanti cube and win that doesn't mean it's not going to end up that way. It doesn't mean the combo is not going to be found, but we're not getting anything new before nationals. So it's going to be an interesting brew time. And I yeah. know there's still Yanti stuff out there. So actually one thing that I think will be kind of a good little counter to Yanti, because here's the deal with Yanti is you can't just, you're looking at 10, 10 triggers, right? At yeah. Least. So mm-hmm. you got to buy a bunch of actions. So I would think one of the Banshees. I'd probably look at the Banshee rare, even though it's a four cost. And while Banshee is active, when your opponent draws a basic action die, they deal it deals them two damage to opponent or character. So that and Scarlet Witch is just an annoying combo. <laughs> yeah, which you know, as I've built or started to look at stuff, I'm not opposed to looking at full affiliation. So if if we look at Scarlet Witch, I think she, is she a villain or uh, X Men for a that villain. one? Uh, let me double I know check she on that. switches between. But if you went Banshee, maybe you want to go Boom Boom and other action with that. Yeah, she's and, a villain for that one in a Brotherhood. So you've got, and then there's the flip promo Colossus and Wolverine that would give you more X Men, and you could. So I don't know if an affiliation is going to be great. But you can really go down that. There's a number of affiliated teams that I think you could do well with. But the Uncommon would be good, too. It's a cheaper, so you... That one's anytime they they use an action. Mm-hmm. So it's not as good. Um, and speaking, speaking of kind of affiliations, too, I think one that we've been seeing a lot of people talk about is the team-up basic action, where it's each of your character yeah. dice get plus one attack, plus one defense for each different affiliation among your active characters, dice minus one. So it's not you're going to have a full team of the same affiliation. You're trying to add as many different affiliations, especially those characters who have two, like Scarlet Witch, um, that has a villain and the Brotherhood of Mutants. Yeah. Um, in terms of that, because then you pair that with the Yanti, that's three different affiliations right now. So that's a plus two to the unblockable 
Yanti if you played this basic action. Um, yeah, and that's why I think something like Banshee would be good because you're going to – it's not just when they use it. they can. It's when they draw it. So if they've purchased, you know, a number of ba- cheap basic actions so that they can trigger a tune, then – yeah, because you don't have, our most of our damage absorbers are gone too. Yeah, um, so you can't really mitigate that away. I mean, you still have bishop, but you don't have the you know your yeah. uh, ronins and stuff. Yeah, actions anymore. I think are going to be a thing. Whether it's traps, I kind of think traps are a I don't know if hidden gem, but traps are. I think yeah, really uh, strong. They they kind of trigger weird. If you figure them out, I think there's a lot of control possibilities where you don't need characters in the field, but you can use traps to control. Green Devil Mask, I think. I mean, a, that's a perfect counter to teach. That's a perfect counter for team-up because you need all these affiliations, which yeah. means you're going to have characters out. Green Devil Mask allows you control without a number of characters. And teams that rely on three or four characters to control, which has kind of been the way control teams work, you won't be able to you're going to have to counter Green Devil Mask. You can't have Shriek, Blob, and whatever in your field and then have a win condition. So you've got to kind of balance that. That's why with the way I I play Collector, it's more of an aggro team because a lot of players use Control with Collector and then field Nobby. Well, that's not going to work if you're facing a Green Devil Mask. So you've got to kind of be aware of that. Um, there's, and as we see, saw in RWKO, that stupid cobalt trap can save you in the right situation, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, and I think I've mentioned the, the poison dart trap I like. Um, it's a limit one, so that's good. But if sidekicks are big in your in your meta, it's a two cost that can stop all level ones basically from attacking in one turn. I mean, there's workarounds that your opponent can do, but when they attack with a level one, it KOs all attacking level one, which, you know, is pretty good. Um, I think the Batarang common, based on uh, Shriek, uh, I think Shriek's 2-3-3, three, three, right? Uh, yes. Defense. Yeah, yeah, we looked and that this, up. And this get, the Batarang is a two cost that deals three damage to target villains. So if Shriek is a problem, Batarang is not a bad idea, and it has Boomerang. I so, mean, yeah, you roll it. That's and actually going to work yeah. really good with a Toon and Yanti characters because you can... You know, or or the rare storm, um, yeah, because she's not rotated out, right? Nope, nope. Yep. But you you kind of have that ability to ping out your use battering to knock out shriek, and you can boomerang it back and trigger a tune or storm and those kind of things. So I think actions are going to be big. Yeah, and let's not forget. I think one of the removal cards that we haven't seen a lot of people play yet is um, the Billy Club from Thor. Yeah, yeah, because there's a, I mean, there's a all. I think all three of them are really good term in terms of removal. Because like the commons deal two damage to target character die, um, burst double burst also deal a two extra if daredevil's active. Um, but then the uncommons move target character die to this card return to the field zone. Sometimes you just need to take out that problem character for that one turn. Or the last one is choose target opposing character die and re-roll it. If it rolls energy's face, move it to the use pile. Otherwise, return it to the field zone at its original level. So, and it has the energy fixer. Yeah, and, and there's energy fixer global. So like, all three of those are, I think, are pretty affordable because it's three or less for them. And 
they, it's really good removal utility that I don't think we've seen a lot yet, but I think people are going to be looking for that kind of answer. If they don't, say if they didn't want to bring a polymorph um, or a mutation that we kind of talked about in our last segment, because that gives your opponent a chance to buy it, you use this, it's kind of one-sided mutation. Yeah. Um, like I said, I think keywords are going to be big. Infiltrate, call out the villain, or uh, the call out uh, Venom, Agent Venom. I think it's a common that, that when he calls out, it he can't be knocked out by a villain. Uh, so that's a, a yeah. good way to get rid of villains. I got to remember which one it is. Oh, yeah. If, if if So he has call out. If Agent Venom targets a villain character that I was call out, he cannot be KO'd this turn. And he's a 3, 4, 5. So that's a good way to knock something out, too, um, in terms of his levels right there. I mean, you make Shriek block him and you can knock him out then and there. And then then they have to figure out if they want to use it. So, yeah, do you think call out's going to, like, how big is call out going to be? Because we saw a little rise of it and then people kind of learned how to play it. And then it kind of disappeared. But I have a feeling it may come back because now we don't have any force blockers, if I remember correctly. Well, here's the thing is that we, the meta, and I, I've mentioned this to you, I think I'm a worse player from spending so much time worrying about Yanti and anti-Yanti. Imagine um, someone who had to, like, pilot it. So, <laughs> um, basically, we've... The meta, because, you know, Yanti and Cube are so strong, we've kind of dumbed it down to the sense that you go through this recipe. not three yeah. turn was considered slow. I don't know if there's turn three. There, There is. There's always going to be a Hail Mary. You can do stuff with um, a, f- a few different things, but you've got to work hard for it. Yeah. Now, you know, it's, like it's less Mr. Con- fix it. Yeah, it's less consistent now than what it was yeah. before. And, you know, something like Mr. Fix-It, if you have uh, a global, the Blink Global on uh, Kate Bishop, you, you're going to pull it back. It kind of, it's a, it's a stop with just doing one thing, so it creates more of a, of a feel. So, you, you know, you, a lot of things that we kind of said, eh, it doesn't work, it's too slow have options now and yeah. i think call out infiltrate those kind of things are can be pretty valuable if you if you're looking at the venom as an example you can get rid of shriek every turn unless they shriek your agent venom because she's a villain and her defense is worse than venom agent venom so you force their hand to blank your agent venom leaving whatever you want open if not then you just blank or you just call out shriek over and over again and yeah. you have to fill it and and that's going to cause cause issues cuz if she's not active for more than a turn she like she may be slightly effective but not as effective as you would you would want to be so i also think hulk might i think she's going to make a comeback super rare hulk she's rotated out well, they should not rotate him out and if you can ever make it <laughs> yeah. work then it's a it's a win yeah no we're, we're talking about the common hulk in the thor set six cost fist while hulk is active when a different character you die you control is damaged spin hulk up one level if you cannot deal two damage to target opponent has a global pay a fist target character gets plus one attack until in a turn i mean we've talked about this getting a six cost these days is not difficult um and and we've seen it once you get this hulk out it's it it, it can be annoying um, yeah. to, to get her out because she's a four six seven defense <laughs> um 
and you know of course if you're playing against someone and they'll be smart in terms of blockers too where they probably won't be blocking with her and because i would rather sacrifice a sidekick and spin her up um so i can do some damage later on than sacrifice her as a blocker later on so like uh, do, do you think there's room for a team like that oh yeah i think there's room for anything and anything in the competitive when there's not something super strong like uh Bard, like Bard back in the day or Cube, then whatever's a little bit different, even with Bard, I always felt like I had a chance against Bard with. Because you were rocking that rare crow, man. You're rocking like a boss. Yes. I've never seen anybody pilot a rare crow as effectively but, as you. But when there's a different. When you have something a little bit different, it causes players yeah. to, to shift. That's why Cube Yanti, I feel like, is kind of. Well, I need to I, get better at I can, playing again I can, because it it was a turn yeah, three thing. Because I would I can tell you my first two turns. Turn one, you you first or second you roll a if you you roll a bolt whatever and a and a shield chalkboard or variante. If you say you're going second, hope you roll a sidekick for next turn. Turn two, you field the yanti, buy a cube. Turn three, do it again. Turn four, win. Well, and and how you play against <laughs> yeah. it, there's not a ton of, not a lot of it, yeah. either. So I think currently we'll see as WKOs come around and there's more play without the cube. We'll see how it goes, but I think we're going to have a lot more variation. So the little bit different, these the little rogue cards are going to cause people problems. Um, yeah, speaking of a rogue, there may be a rogue that's coming up that may be super strong in terms of meta, right? So we're, we're talking about the Tabaxi Rogue. I can't remember her oh, rarity. man. I think she is going to be huge. That's the uh, common, too, so it's not hard to get. Um, and so she's a three-cost mask, and it has experience. While Tabaxi Rogue is active, when an opponent draws a die, other than during the clear and draw step, Tabaxi Rogue deals in one damage. She also has, she or he has this awesome global, too. Pay two energy once per turn. Both characters prep a die from their bag, which would trigger her ability if she's active. Oh, it, well, so a big part of the game without Chalkboard, without Professor X, or current global, because there, there's no global coming into Nats, there's no global that will take something and put it in your prep that I can think of. Maybe I'm wrong. You can draw stuff and put it in your prep, but not just, like, fully avoid that. The Baxi Rogue, anytime they draw, they're taking damage outside of clearing draw. So the only thing it doesn't get it deal damage is Swarm, because Swarm is during the, the clear and draw step. But any other way they're trying to ramp or churn, they're taking damage. So something like Spot, because I think Spot's going to be big, they're taking damage for all of that. So if they take Spot and then they're using Investigation and they're taking extra die, they're taking one damage for every one of those dice, which is going to be pretty impactful in the game it's going to force players to alter um i've mentioned on the show how i feel about swarm so <laughs> i think it's terrible <laughs> but i know that it's over you, half the community thinks that I've, i'm crazy i've only seen you make it work once so there may be a little confirmation bias well here's the, <laughs> here's the thing though dark side i know everybody's gonna think dark side is great that one it's i'm gonna not, get played yeah. a ton it's I'm not a fan. I'm not like. But what happens though is if 
if you build for swarm, and this is the same as if you're building for spot or anything else, so I'm just, you know, it's all these things. If you are focused on one way to churn and ramp, swarm is an example. If I take away that swarm, your bag is messed up. If I blank your dark side with shriek, and you've got these expensive characters so that you can get them with swarm, then then how are you going to pivot? What yeah. is your end game? And that's or, why Tabaxi Rogue is so big. If if they're planning on, you know, churning a whole bunch of spot or res or whatever it might be, if you put that out, that's, you know, they're going to end up saying, well, I need to do it, and they'll take that damage that will end up costing them. Yeah, um, and then so the... Last, I'm trying to think. I had two teams I'm thinking about, but only one of them is coming to mind right now. So, and then, so how do you feel about collector teams? You, you, you think you're going to see a lot of them? Oh, now, now I remember the other one. I think you are going to see a lot of collector teams, which I am happy for because without. Here's what I think collector can do to the community that make it more entertaining, make it a little bit different. Um, I know you can blanket, you can stop when fielded, all that. So I don't think Collector's broken. I don't like the way they ruled on it as much as I love Collector. But what what they did when they ruled that I could buy my opponent's car, dice... You can pretty much turn their gun against themselves. Right. But it's going to create an issue if Collector's big. You have to worry about your dice count. So you can't just say, oh, I need 20 dice. Um you're going to have to worry about... You could if, see somebody running an eight-dice team. Right. you you got to make sure that whatever your win condition is, that you have a counter to your own win condition. That's, and hope it's not a character. Because that's what I used to do with <laughs> Scarecrow all the time, is that I would use your win condition against you. Um, the, the struggle that those kind of approaches have is if they stay with little weenies in the field, then you you struggle for a win condition if they haven't if they haven't built for one. Um, I I really don't think, and I know everybody loves it. I don't love the knobby collector teams just because of the uh, Green Devil mask. If I am worried about a lot of villain control, which is great, and then just fielding a knobby every other turn, as good as that is is it's completely nerfed with Green Devil Mask. Not only is it nerfed, I can only have two out with the Collector, which means I can't field anything else. So I basically get Collector and one other if I want to use Collector's ability, if that makes sense. So if my Mm -hmm. opponent gets Green Devil Mask out, I have Collector and maybe Shriek, if you're looking at that control, and that's all I get, and I have to keep fielding Nobby, which is only two if they don't have any villains. Well, it's three because you can't knobby too. Right. But that's still a kind of slow burn right. going back and forth. So, I mean, there's workarounds, but that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yep. And so all this being said, one thing that I think will be could be strong in the meta that that I know people don't like, I've always really liked is life gain. Some kind of life gain to withstand the burn. So I really like uh, Captain... America, Earth X, Captain America, because it gives you four life. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but if you're running, if you're running collector, this Captain America, Earth X is awesome. I get four life. I can field two characters from my from my used. Um, so I would, 
I think a little bit of life gain, not much. You're not trying to gain 30 life, just enough. Enough to switch use, the switch the difference. That you can use life as a resource. Anything that you can increase a little bit of life. Wait, so are you trying you to get a common a Kate Bishop team to work? Like no, to- because it's lose life. <laughs> it just if it was take damage, you could probably make her work, but lose life is just so terrible. <laughs> All right, uh, so I just remembered there's there's one last team that. Like, ha- oh, yeah. Harley Quinn. Yeah, Harley Quinn. I think she's going to be If you're good. doing a villain control team, I would yeah. totally throw her that, on. Because that's a, that's a, that's a two-life swing. Right. Like, you don't realize it the way it reads, but it's almost essentially a two-life swing. But there's one team that I'll ask. Dragons. Dragons everywhere. <laughs> Breath weapon everywhere. <laughs> Seemed like that when I was in the WKO, but I played all the dragon teams that showed up. So <laughs> I love dragons, but I don't. Here's the thing. It's a dragon team with other stuff. So it's it's a dragon team, so anything can be a dragon team, but you don't want... And and a lot of players have said, well, Ring of Winter is slow. Well, if I build everything for the dragons, then yeah, it might be slow, but Ring of Winter and Red or Gold Dragon, right there, just those two... Is pretty awesome. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how to fit some of my infiltrate guys in there too, because I'm like, well, the breath weapons are going to clear all the chump blockers, so yeah. something's going to go through, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you may want to add more dragons, which isn't a problem if you get a four cost dragon and red dra- or gold dragon, even without a chalkboard. It's a little bit harder, but you can get it out on turn two if you. And that, right. that's and if it's an empty field, that is a theoretical ten. That is ten damage. There, it's not even theoretical. If your opponent yeah, so has had, nothing on the field, I had it's perfect rolls. I had perfect, perfect rolls against Brock. Didn't use yeah. anything other than Gold Dragon and Ring of Winter, and it was a turn four kill. Yeah, half your life gone in one turn. That that's a lot. Now, <laughs> granted, it was perfect roll, so you're never going to get that in a game that matters. I'll never get it. Period. But a turn four, <laughs> with so you have to deal with dragons. Yep. At some extent, you're gonna you're gonna see dragons. I mean, maybe Michael Lee will break out and do a lot more dragons. Take again. it old school, man. Yeah. yeah. But I would expect some level of dragons to be competitive. Yep. Way more than any other time. Ring of Winter is. Amazing. Yep. So as you guys can see, the the meta right now is pretty wide open. There's a lot of kind of those cards that that's why I was so excited before Tomb of Annihilation came out. I'm like, oh, competitive's like anything can go right now. Um so I think all those Tomb of Annihilation actions could be used on the right team. Yeah. So I uh, I'm I'm excited to see what it is. Um so did we miss out on any cards that you thought think are really good that may show up in the meta? I'm sure we did. Yep, cuz there's so many. You you probably are brewing all the teams that I just mentioned too. Um shoot us an email doubleburst at ktdata.net or leave it on our Facebook page facebook.com/doubleburst. We got to figure out what we're going to have you run for nationals. I know. I'm thinking. So, all right, Russ, we will have you back in a second. Um, hopefully, you're, you won't be too somber because we're going to say goodbye to some of our favorite friends. It's not going to happen. All right, guys, we are here with the full crew. We have Dr. J over there. How you doing, Jared? Doing good. We have the KO King, Russ, over there. How you doing, my friend? Good. Yep, and then we have Ken Pull. Ken, how you doing? I'm all right. So we are gathered here because it is an important day, guys. Um, 
because come June 1st, we are going to have to say goodbye to some friends as they go on into their golden years. So we're talking about... Until our, they're reprinted. Yeah. <laughs> so we're Basically, we're sending these cards to the old folks home. Yeah, pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. And some of the cards, based on their age, probably should have been in the old folks' home prior to that. The whole set of War of Light. No, no. So, like, yeah. yeah. So, so I was going to ask you, so what are the rules on this? I know we wanted to talk cards, but can I just, like, mention a whole set? I, I fully intended to. I'm, I'm oh. so uh, <laughs> I'm so sad that the Warlight is going. Are you kidding? There were like three good cards from that set. No way, man. Maybe like, four. There, there were so many good cards. Like the Atrocities. Yeah. Well, the Anti Monitor. Yeah, Anti Monitor's bomb. Larflees. Right? Oh, Larflees. <laughs> Larflees had some good times. Some good times. Larflees right now with the insect. It's flag. so sad been, to say I've goodbye to my orange lantern team well, that so, had two cards on it. I've been building some with uh, Larflees and Insect Plague Global. Yeah, so, so that's that's why I wanted to mention the whole set because first of all, that was the set that got me into this game. All right, that's that's the set where it it went from hey, cool, these cards are cool to collect, and from why am I playing this grumpy looking to, guy? I'm all in. Yeah, to seven to feed. Do I need in. to buy every single <laughs> yeah. feed that I see? Yeah, to to that and actually getting a really cool bunch of friends that I get to see every week. Here, now, here's the problem you know? with him liking that set so much is that he. He's a fanboy of... of <laughs> hey, what's so wrong a, with that? But he's a fanboy of, like, one of the worst characters in the entire no! universe. <laughs> no! Jordan. Jordan. Yes. No. Yeah, he's probably the worst of the Green Lanterns. Uh, you guys you guys suck. I like the purple alien one. It's tr- John Stewart's probably the best Green Lantern, but... Not I Kilowog. Did, I, I, I digress. I'm so sad to see Kilowog go. Yeah, but, like, the reason why I'm going to miss this You're bringing up all these yeah. cards. I'm like, I want to build <laughs> with them now. <laughs> But, but I'll so, show him how bad they are. <laughs> Mogo. But this was like the first set where you had like really good tribalism synergies with them. Like the green, like we talked about the beginner team, the green, green yeah. lanterns. And it was the first so set well. to draft that whoever gets the ring is going to win. <laughs> right? Yeah. It wasn't that way with, you know, Uncanny X-Men if you got the Uncommon Falcon. Or, or, or Age of Ultron where if you got Super Red Jocasta. It was the I first mean, at least that was a with, super rare. It was the first set with uh, the Chase super rares. Yeah, it's full, full the, the Chase. Full yeah. super the, rares. And those no. all looked so good. Oh, it's no, be yeah, so the nice Chase super rares in Ultron. Oh, yeah, they were that in Ultron. Was the I was thinking card, they were in Spider-Man. Because that's right. the first card that I ever pulled. It's yeah. going to be so nice to say goodbye to all the It was the first the time that they had really good-looking Chase rares. Yeah, and, yeah. and Russ, <laughs> some of your favorite cards are in this set. All, oh, the, black, this all set. the Black Lanterns, some stupid card named Scarecrow that no one cares no, about. No, that's not in this yeah. set. Uh, Scarecrow yeah, is in this is. set. Yeah, it is. The stupid one nobody cares about. Yeah. Did the promo make it, make the cut, or no? Um, I can't remember. I wouldn't be surprised if the promo made the cut. There are cards in this set that are just... Overlooked for competitive because of because everything. The else. ring was in it. Well, well the, not even that. Like that's a Nestro. <laughs> so good. Yeah. They wanted to block him, block a character attacking. I think there's a lot in the set that kind of just got better as other stuff was released. Yeah, no. That like you had to kind of go way back to to really l- use it. Like what Russ was saying, Larflees would kill now that you have insect plague. But before, I mean, he was almost impossible to make work the one that would turn you'd give his stats basically to a sidekick well now you can just make a sidekick unblockable that would be cool but that's gonna be gone so yeah and then you can't be in modern there's the mary Rium where you could actually feel lantern character oh yeah that made that bolt lantern ring so slow (laughs) 
<laughs> but I will say, I will say this: as we're talking about the rotation, that the based on the number of sets that are now going to be in modern or golden, I do believe golden's going to get a lot more play because before golden was like what four sets at Yu-Gi-Oh, AVX, yeah, Uncanny X-Men. Was and, that it? And Age of Ultron. And I Age don't know that it is going to get that much play because I think you see the community growing, and a lot of that might be due to the move from blind product to non-blind oh, yeah, product. Sure. Yeah. And people aren't going to want to invest in all that old non-blind or that I don't old know. blind like, product. Like, no, but I, I'm going to miss like some of the other stuff too, like Batman. You remember the starter Batman when you if you use basic action dice, turn Batman can't be blocked. I mean, oh yeah, I remember that. Like one of the first teams I put together was with that, and I was playing against Kate, and I, I remember that. Like one, one of the first Dice Master players to talk to me, and it's like, oh yeah, like I like I like using him too, but his fielding yeah. cost always gets me. But but the whole there's more players that have all these sets that they will want play. I don't I don't know if Wiz Kids will ever do a WKO, which I would love them to because it's broken on broken. So, <laughs> so you know, it's just like it'd be crazy, but, giant cage match. But then it, instead of brackets, you, it should just be like a giant like sixty-four match death match free for all. I wouldn't. I wouldn't show <laughs> up to. I wouldn't pay to play in that. Oh, I would just because. I, <laughs> so I know, for me, when I would go to a golden event, locally, I would always, you know, it's like Constantine Blue. I don't care what my team is, but I want to play these cards I haven't played for a long time. So I think. If stores have more frequent golden, you're just going to be able to brew a lot more because there's only we've only got what five sets in modern. I think that's part of the problem too. I think if you do a lot of a lot of golden events, though, it's going to detract from modern. I think especially right now where where the modern that we're going into is so small, so restrictive. People aren't going to want to play that because there's not that many sets in it. I think you do need to. You will need to ban certain cards. If I was a store, I would ban cube already. Done. Bard. Ban cube. Ban bard. Really? Is there anything else? Ring, maybe. Uh, It depends. If if your store, in general, has the same stuff showing all the time... You may want to shake it up a little bit. So so before we leave Warlight, there's also one card I think all of us enjoyed using, and we've totally forgotten about it. Raven? No. Yeah, Don't no, she was awesome. Yeah, Awful Cassie. Yeah, Cassie Sandsmark. No, no, all of you guys, you just need to relax. Oh, Do you remember relaxing. how like often relaxing was used around in our meta? All I until Sriracha. Yeah. All until Sriracha. Yeah, Sriracha came, came out, out and it, we didn't relax. I, I liked it better than Superhero no Registration Act. Yeah, so speaking ah. of speaking of another thing, Superhero Registration Act's out too. Yeah, along uh, with Civil War, it's super rare. Yeah. Ronan's gone. I'm sad to see that yeah. go. So, so instead of me bogarting this to being a Warlight sendoff, what what are what are other cards you guys are gonna miss? And one of one I'm of pretty the pretty sad that the Deadpool set's going. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's only a couple of cards, but like a year ago, Deadpool was the most recent set. Yeah, you know, like Deadpool it, it feels wasn't like, around for very long. It feels like yeah, War of yeah. Light's been around for three years. Deadpool's yeah. been around yeah. for one, and they all got hacked at the same yeah. time. Are, are you yeah. gonna miss that super rare Deadpool so much? Nah, but I'll reload and <laughs> shoot again. I'll, I'll hit it eventually. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, <laughs> I was actually Deadpool. sad that the X twenty three super rare's gone. You know, as big as Swarm might be, I'm kind of glad that Multiple Man's yeah. gone. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm not sad to see multiple name go. There's a few fun things I'm in okay. that set, but There's for some, the most part, yeah. it wasn't really that good. But there are yeah. some but it, like, fun we things. We really just didn't have time with it. That's like that's the big thing that kind of bums me out. Like, I mean, D- Deadpool fanboy for sure, but it's also like, wow, we got like a year and a half with it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Rare Satchel's gone. Modoc. Yeah. Um, Satchel kind of is a bummer because it takes away that action wind. It's not Yanti. I mean, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with Cube being banned, uh, the like that'd be a really fun build because like Cube was so dangerous that you kind of need to run Scarlet Witch, and if you take away Cube, you may or may not still need to run Scarlet Witch. So it becomes viable to some degree again because Scarlet Witch kind of immediately made it not so viable. And then having an action on every single team that just wrecks made it so like any other action-heavy thing was going to be completely unviable because everyone needs to run Scarlet Witch. This this just makes me think of how many fun things are in sets. And then when there's that really strong thing, whether it's the ring or cube or... I get it all kind of gets morph. Yeah, all, <laughs> yeah. it all kind of gets washed out for that one card. And, like, like seriously, Spider-Man Maximum Carnage Team Pack. What came in that set? There's some fun Shriek. stuff in there. Shriek came in that set. There's a lot of good cards yeah. in that set, but it's completely like because that one had the doppelganger the really and stuff in card. it too, right? Yeah, and so you see that happen with some of these older sets. One of the sets that I am so sad to see go because I felt like. It suffered from that the least is Spider-Man. World's Finest. So World's Finest also had the me- the, the meta team that was not actually a meta team. Yeah. <laughs> Ultraman, Ultraman, right? I, I missed that card that so much. That thing dominated WKOs, and then when we got to Origins for Nationals, everyone, saw one, everyone two. scattered like roaches turning. <laughs> like when you turn on the lights, they were just like, no, no, we're not doing Ultraman. We're just going something completely different. Well, that's because it was kind of... Sh- it had a weird counters in poisoning the well, right? You, you, the build and what actions you put on it could hurt it. Yeah. yeah. So it was hurt without purchasing or anything. It it w- could get hurt just from what you put on your team, which yeah. is kind of a strange way to counter it. And you guys know how much I love that team because, like, totally discovered it. 100% by accident, where I'm like, I want to see if this works or not. And, <laughs> and it worked. That one, like, World's Finest, I'm sad to see it go because really, that still is, like, a contender for, like, yeah. possibly my favorite set to draft. Yeah. And just one of the funnest to play in set. Yeah. I, I didn't want to mention the set because everybody's going to say KT or DC fanboy, and two, that may be true. Two yeah, of my all-time <laughs> favorite cards are gone out of that set, and that's Uncommon Doomsday and Trusted Friend. It's so sad to see that trusted friend go. So the other other team, if you just speak of teams that are in that set, that I'm always surprised it didn't get more attention was the Dick Grayson. But it was always a little slow, but that was such that kind of bad bomb idea. It was was strong. No, I remember that team because it was so strong, but it was so hard to make it work in a competitive format because yeah. he was expensive to buy. It's like the... I beat uh, Zach using it one time. Yeah. I usually remember the matches that I oh, beat. Oh, Babs, Babs is gone, too. <laughs> yeah. Actually, lately, Babs I've been gone. facing Babs. That was similar to Babs is gone. Oh, right. Man, yeah. there's some good there's some, stuff There was some really set. good stuff. Well, that Crypt- Nightwing Kryptonite. was Batman. 
Kryptonite. I'm so glad to see Kryptonite go. No, there was a Nightwing in uh, World's Finest. Was there a Nightwing yes. in World's Finest? Yeah. yeah. When you would attack, you could you divide could up the damage. damage. It was, it's up it to worked, four. Oh, yeah. It worked similar to Babs. It was similar That's to right. Different, yeah. I totally forgot that There's card so many. Exists. Yeah, I so mean, it's, it was the rare. When Nightwing attacks, deal four damage divided as you choose among up to four yeah. targets. I think it came guys. back a little bit with Cube. Because I think they ruled, isn't it, like you could do three, 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 three? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. But we that, that set that was right really now. good. And really, I think the only card in that set that really crushed it on the in the drafts was Two-Face. The mm. uncommon Two-Face. I don't believe it. Never rolled. He was, <laughs> he was good in draft, but he really didn't transition out like the yeah, other one. Yeah, he didn't. There was, there was kind of a lot of draft strategies. I mean, Two-Face was a pretty solid one, but... It's a good draft set. With with Kevin's rolls, like, it was less of a threat. Two attack. It was like... It was one of those things that there was still enough of a setup that you had to have for it. You know? Like, once it got going, it was really hard to, hard to yep. beat. Are you yeah. going to miss Harvey Bullock, Russ? Yeah, that, it is fun. <laughs> I've, Harvey Bullock I've is never fun. seen Russ have more fun playing a team than playing that stupid Harley, Harley Bullock team. I love playing those like, <laughs> completely random things. I, I'm going to miss the Batmans from this set with the global... Where you pay a fist and you can knock out level one villain or super friend yeah. character. Unless your opponent pays two Unless life. Unless your opponent pays two life. Like oh, that was, man. it was so Good fun to put your position, there. your opponent in the position where you're like, I'm going to pay a fist and knock out my, my, for me it was doomsday. For us it was scarecrow. And they're like, no, I'll pay, pay two life. And then you just have more fists and say, I'm going to do it again. Best is I'm going to do it again. When they do it two or three times and then they realize they can't keep yeah. doing that. And yeah, so like, they stop, and they let you <laughs> KO it. It's just like you should have done it the first time. Yeah, it's the best <laughs> if you have, like, three question marks, and there's other globals, so you're like, you going to go down this road or not? <laughs> <laughs> that was so much yeah. fun. And Al- Alfred, let's not forget about the Alfred that oh, never yeah. would go away. So good. Yeah, Alfred, Alfred is so good. good. He's kind of a... I'm sad to see Bahamut go. Oh, oh really yeah. Bahamut. The whole Farron Under Siege set. Bahamut would actually be stuff, really yeah. good with the way dragons are going to go now. It'd be competitive. For yeah, sure. I know. It's a shame <laughs> that he's going away because he, like, he was awesome either way. You know, it was. Um, that was like I, I was really, really excited every time that I was that I got my dark side team to work with him on it. It wrecked. Hard, yeah. If it works, I remember drafting <laughs> from Favor and Under Siege and throwing my Bahamut dice across the room because they would not roll. That I hate. Bahamut oh, you you must hit reason. someone too. No, you almost hit me. I almost hit you. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was like yeah. inches away from my head. Thanks a lot, buddy. <laughs> I, I remember <laughs> drafting a dragon team with that set and having Bahamut on there and getting all excited with all my other dragons and realized, oh, poop. Yeah. I can't use breath weapon I, for my I, other I dragons. I sit down and play against Russ, and then he's like, well, I buy my dragon and buy my dragon, and then I feel Bahamut, and I just looked at him like, yeah, are you like, sure you want to do that? I, I kind of feel like uh, if dragons do get competitive, like even if you're building a dragon team, I feel like Bahamut is that, like, yeah. that one to slot in and just be like, oh, hey, mirror match. No. Yeah, <laughs> not not today. That's um, a great way to deal with uh, breath weapon as opposed to breath weapon X. Yeah, I'm bummed you, that we're you can't have a full fabricate team anymore with all those yeah. golems. You're losing half of them with this set. You're losing a lot of dragons too. Uh, we're now in modern. You only have three dragons available to you. Yeah. Just, just in fair and under siege, you had 
uh, Bahamut, Black Dragon, White Dragon, Bronze Dragon. There may have been another one. Yeah, War- Warhammer doesn't have dragons, right? I don't know. Oh, don't, you know what's know, gone? Man. It's kind of sad should. that we only I don't know have anything about Warhammer. Set. As we lose, you know, we lose the deck of many things. <sighs> so sad to see that go. We lose the Talisman of Ultimate Evil. We lose the Ring Global. We lose yeah. the Beholder. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I guess we should save that, but man, am I excited that Zach can't play with that thing anymore. Yeah. It's okay. They're trimming down the global, so I, I feel like Zach's just, every time they come out with a new card, it's like a piece of his soul is getting sliced off. Oh, the pure elf globals. thief. That was such a huge meta card. So big. So big. So glad that one's gone. I hated the elf Well, that thief. thing kind of died with PXG. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Dwarf Wizard's gone too, but that's just you know, reincarnated. I, yeah, I'm free. glad I have a foil version of that getting rotated out. Oh, de- <laughs> was it demons, fiends, fiend teams? Oh, oh they're all gone. Those fiends were great. They're so fun. I love fiends. Yeah, I remember yeah. being a, like, I love chaining from like one fiend to the next as you roll. Yeah, them. gating them awesome. in yeah. and using Orcus to yeah. just attack and roll a whole bunch of ca- fiends. Yeah. It was so good. I loved fiends. Yeah, Man, there are some. This is this always. We haven't talked about many Marvel sets. I mean, I think a lot of us are going to uh, miss that run. I in. think it's because the Marvel sets are less good. Than, well, yeah. Then the yeah. D. Come on, let's talk about the all the DC. good stuff in Spider-Man. We have to say goodbye yeah, to. Yeah. Well, are, are you guys going to marry Jane? Done. Sandman. You know what's funny? If Lizard. You, if you weren't around for the release of Spider-Man, <laughs> you have no idea the impact of the meta for like a month that an old dude that could fly had in Vulture. Vulture. Oh, yeah. Until they ruled him, he was... Man, he, he was, was broken. broken. He was, he was so almost I would have won that win a draft if Brock hadn't drafted the one Vulture that showed up in our feeds. Yeah, he was almost as big as that other... Marvel card that they nerfed and kind of stomped on them. Yeah, that'd be the one. <laughs> it's like, hey, Marvel card's doing really good. Better shut that down. Yeah, but are you that, that erotic came so fast, and it, I'm bummed that we the, didn't see that happen more often with some the, really overpowered the, yeah, cards. Yeah, and so like, are you guys gonna miss like Ronin and stuff too? Super rare Ronin. I mentioned super rare Ronin, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, definitely gonna, be, gonna miss. Him. Are you gonna miss Nitro? Like, yeah, that Nitro was always a was sweet fun. card. Anything that you can KO. Nitro, ooh, Nitro with Absorbing, man. Got to brew that. How, Check how that teams, one away from later. How, how many teams did you just add to your brew list from this episode alone? A few. <laughs> okay. I'm actually looking through the Civil War list right now, and I don't see hardly anything I'm sad to see go. <laughs> there, there's or fun stuff, no, but there's no really nothing. Superhero Registration Act. Yeah, yeah maybe the, the basic action. <laughs> I really like this set when it come, came out, but looking at it now, I'm like, oh, there's not that... Not gonna miss the rocket raccoons. Here. Those rocket raccoons were pretty sweet because there was like speedball. Without the ring, it's kind of whatever. Yeah, speedball. Taskmaster. Bye, Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Yeah. Uh, speedball was always interesting. If you could work around him, you could have a lot of fun. But it was kind of. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna miss this, the wasp was, and all the other force blocks. I'm, I'm gonna miss Iron Man. Remember the Iron Man with the intimi- with enlistment. So when fielded, target opponent may not declare blockers into in this this turn unless they KO a character. Yeah. You know this is He's why we were. Playing I may I may have hit a, Ben for a, a large stretch. amount this because is of why, <laughs> this is why we were playing four or five nights a week at events. Yeah. It because really there was. was just. Oh, you guys so much. are you guys gonna miss Luke Cage from Civil War? No. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, vicious struggle. Not gonna gone. miss vicious struggle for more of light either. That was so back in the day when that first came out. Back in my day, the back in the day, <laughs> the vicious struggle toad combo was a lot of fun. The toad we probably should apologize to newer players for this just being an old guy reminiscing segment. <laughs> it's fun. Oh, to, by the way, happy birthday, Doctor J. Oh, happy thanks. birthday. Yeah, yeah. before I forget, old fart. I'm an old man. Yeah, all you guys are old farts. I'm yeah, you guys are all. I'm old. still a youngin. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm still a youngin, at least for another couple months. <laughs> Wait, and what? Uh, what's the line for old? Thirty? I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I crossed that last year. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm. I'm still safe for yeah. at least a couple more months. <laughs> Didn't we lose the first turtle set? Yeah. Oh, we lost. We lost all ninja. like fifteen great cards in that set. The foot ninja. There were I'm, two. I'm actually pretty bummed about the foot ninja going. That sucks. Yep. I'm, yeah. Oh, we don't. We 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 lost a whole bunch of our token characters too. Like you remember, Squirrel Girl was there? Um, Dritz with the Guerrero. Oh, that was I used to love that. When with our remember, when of our. Yeah, you actually bought a mini for I it. I bought a little yeah. mini to use for. I, I love that thing. You never like played a team with that that I ever saw. I, don't know, I, I did, did when it first came out for the last first week or two. Yeah, and I thought it was hilarious because I'd watch him play. I knew what he was doing, but then all of a sudden he puts the little mini onto the field and his opponent's just looking at him yeah. like, what, what are you doing? Wrong game, dummy. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What you're doing. <laughs> Russ's crane is gone, too. He really liked oh, that man, team. That was, was fun. It was so fun to sit there for three hours and try to... <laughs> Watching Russ trying to figure out a win condition hey, for his team. Back in <laughs> when we were testing that, I could hang with the competitive teams at the time. But there when was you no say hang, condition. did you mean win or just you mean no, stall? He could, he could no, stall, stall. <laughs> like a full hour. Like you're not gonna do anything, but I'm not either. <laughs> the really good Casey Jones is gone. Yeah, he was good. I'm yes. still surprised he's gone. So are all or the villain makers. Every villain maker is gone. No, you've got the danger room that makes everything a villain. Yeah, the danger room would be totally broken with Casey Jones. Oh, man. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, and this is why I didn't run it in the WKO, because I looked doing that. Is it it comes with the global that you can basically magic missile (laughs) villains. So if you're running... Like Shriek and all those, they can ping out your your good villains. Yeah. So that's why I was going to run the Casey Jones and Danger Room, but I was like, oh, my defensive characters are going to get pinged out. It's going to get in out. All right. So before we go, because, I mean, there's so many. There, there's actually some good cards that are going out. What are some cards that you guys don't miss going away? Oh, the ring. I said it the minute the minute I, I read that card before I ever anyone ever pulled it out of a pack I saw it in the spoilers and I was like that card is way too strong and I was way right the first the first like event after someone got it and someone read it it was like oh well, I'll just put shield agents from Age of Ultron with that and it was like a turn three or two turn cool four kill or something yeah or too cool for words and boy it 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 made the game so unfun for me for a while. And I would sit there and I would ask people. I'd be like, "What is the counter to this?" And they'd be like, "Oh, well, there's." Uh, there wasn't much. It was Captain America. That's all that yeah. there, that it was, and that got rotated out pretty quick. I think so. that I ran that ring in all but one competitive event. <laughs> <laughs> so like, did so many people. 
I mean, like, I, I remember I beating you with the ring in a competitive. I event. remember getting beat with the ring miles, countless times. Miles away from home. Miles I'm, away from home. I'm glad it's <laughs> it's gone, but I'm gonna miss it. It's fun. I'm not sad to see Raven yeah. go either. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, sad to see Raven go. Yeah, I'm not sad to see that. I'm mixed on vicious struggle because, like, pre Luke Cage, there were some fun vicious struggle teams, yeah. but post Luke Cage, that just sucked. <laughs> it was I'm, like one. It was like a couple of months there that it was just. With that hella, hella beholder Raven team that I'm brewing, mm-hmm. I am glad that Raven's gone because that was yeah. that little combo would be nasty. Yeah, that one's really good to see go. I'm trying to I'm thinking any other basic actions that we're glad to see go. Um, the, f- the front line, trusted friend, big entrance. Oh wait, they reprinted that. They should not. That's just get rid of trusted friend. <laughs> I'm so sad <laughs> to see trusted friend go. It only worked with like three cards. Such a waste. It only worked so on your good. team. Yeah. Somehow you no, it was not a waste. It was such you, a waste. You would of trick space. your opponents. They'd be like, "Oh, a two cost basic action. I'll take that." Then no, how come you, I saw you buy it? Multiple I times? did buy it a couple. That was times. stupid. It was. Stupid. It's like big <laughs> it, It's appealing, and then you buy it, and you're yeah, like, they, "Oh, that was a terrible decision." You have to I train yourself if you put it on your team. Don't ever buy that. No matter how desperate you are, don't ever big buy entrance, that diet. Big entrance works great if you plan for it. If big entrance isn't part of your plan, then yeah, it's just toxic. It's yeah. oh, it's no. only bad for you. <laughs> big entrance only gave me two energy all the time. So I don't know. Every what you're time, hey, man, that's I, more than one. I built teams, and it still never worked. I just think it hates me. Pretty sure it hates you me also too. can't seem to get Swarm to work, and Swarm has always worked fine yeah, for no me. No kidding, man. I'm just terrible. <laughs> I'm not sad to see Parallax go. Yeah, I'm not yeah, sad to see that fine. go either. Yeah. You think I always feel like that that character was better than it got played, but everybody just used it for the global that they never used it. Yeah. Yeah, because I think it gave you, like, extra energy yeah. and stuff, too, if you did it right. And especially yeah. on, a, like, a mask ring team, when you want all these masks anyways. It's like if you got him out and you rolled two masks during the first roll of your roll and re-roll step or something, you get to draw two more dice and roll them or something. But he had good stats. Yeah, no, he had great stats. For, I don't know, it was just, I am not sad to see him I'm go. I'm not sad to see Black Lantern Aquaman go, either. <laughs> That card was just trash. Shot fired. <laughs> Words be drawn. Uh, you know, we missed a whole set. A whole set with cards that I love in it. What's that? Green Arrow Flash. That was such a good set. That it was, was such fun. a good set. That had some yeah. King Shark. Yeah. I feel Frost, like Kevin wants to wrap this segment fixers. up, so let's start yeah. talking about how much we love Green yeah. Arrow Flash. I still don't know what I'm going to do with my binder full of uh, Felicia Smokes, rare, rare Felicity Smokes. Let's throw them away. <laughs> They're useless. But that that was the first set with crossover characters. Cross yeah. pulse and, again. And it was the last pulse. one that cared about them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it had the best cross cr- crossover no, no, with Hal no, Jordan. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. is right. Yeah. No, yeah. and no. it was a really good looking die too. <laughs> no. yeah. Captain Cro- Cold, Cold Gun. Was That's yeah, episode. Captain that Crunch's Crunch Gun. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, there was some fun stuff. Was that the first set with foils? It was. Yes. it was the first set with mm-hmm. foils. Grod, King Shark. Yeah, oh, there's some, some big cool win condition cards in that. All those energy fixing characters. Merlin. Merlin. Oh, I'm gonna miss Merlin. Based on, yeah. based on how WizKids does stuff with their board games, I wonder if they're gonna have they'll have the collector set or the the team box, but then they'll have the collector version that's all foil. The the, the deluxe collector yeah. set. 
that you know that that I'll spend money on. They should do some promo cards that kind of call back to some of these sets and some of the cards that we really used to like. Yeah, I really hope they bring back uh, Black Widow Serena. Not the ring. (laughs) We do know, I mean, if we're going to start talking about our favorites that are going to be gone, that we're sad, that we're really, really sad about, they will just be reprinting. You're delusional that they're going to reprint no. it. Yeah, they're not the going to reprint board? some of our favorites. They oh, are no, no, no. <laughs> they'll, they'll I know what he's going about. No, he's still, you're yeah. so like. Listen right here. Everybody asks me about it. The uh, scarecrow. <laughs> see right there. Is going to be reprinted. Denial. No, listen. Oh, you are such <laughs> listen, denial. It's going to be reprinted. It's in that team pack for 40k. The one that's called Sons of Rust? No. There is Scarecrow is going to be in there. <laughs> you are in such bad denial. Ugh. It's not coming back. And it's if you're right, if it, if dude, if worked. you are right, I'm going to be so upset. Like, that would make, like, I won't even be happy for you. I'll just be so mad that you were right. <laughs> it's yeah. coming back. Yeah, I'm really hoping the Sons of Rust has no KO abilities in it. That would be so great if it was all rush attack stuff. <laughs> yeah, all super fast, throwing some swarm. That'd you're be, all going to miss right. Scarecrow. I'm not. That thing was so frustrating to play against. Uh, I'm missing Killer Frost. That was that was frustrating. Play against cards ever. Yep. All right. So 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 let's go around. Which is the one card that you're gonna miss in this this recent round of rotations? Um, yeah, Scarecrow, Killer Frost, Lantern Ring, Ultraman. Maybe Doomsday. Good time. Can I change it my mind? Rare Doomsday because Rare Doomsday was pretty awesome. Uncommon Doomsday or Killer Frost. They were both my favorites. I can't pick between them. See, but I don't like Ken's because I can't KO my character and steal it, but I could steal both of yours. That's why Scarecrow <laughs> was so good, because I could steal whatever's on your team. Oh, oh man. man, it was so awesome. And me sit down. All right, what's the real my question win condition, is, and it's whatever's on How often team? will Scarecrow still come up after he's rotated out? Like, will it be every new set that comes out, Russ will be going, oh, then this would be so good with Scarecrow. If only I had Scarecrow for this. <laughs> yeah, Scarecrow so, would be so good. Yes. Yeah, so if somebody at home can keep track of the Scarecrow count post-rotation, so starting in June... And when they start, introduced start Fabricate count. with Scarecrow, oh, and then... Oh. Not both of them are, like... I'd love you know, to see. Black Lantern Aquaman just gave you that ability to fabricate forever. <laughs> just, just go oh, back. So oh, good. Someone should go back to when the world's finest set came out and just start clicking, listen through all the episodes, and click every time Russ brings up Scarecrow. <laughs> Dude, you know that you know that video from a couple years ago of Donald Trump saying China over and over and over. Yeah. Again? <laughs> it would be like yeah, nine we... hours of him saying Scarecrow. <laughs> you know what? Uh, so. <laughs> The Black Lantern Aquaman is one of the first things I had to hunt for and trade. Yeah, you traded a lot for that one. Yeah. I remember that. Ken was involved in that little yeah. math. Trade. Yeah, it worked out great. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, I had to, it was, that was one of the first super rares that I traded for that people were like, you wait, you really want to use it? That and Spider-Man were the yeah, two super rares. Spider-Man, Spider-Man was, was kind of crazy, too. From Uncanny. Yep. Uh, but, but anyways, so. I'm ready for Guy Gardner to go. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. So we want to hear from you guys. What are what are some cards or sets that you guys are going to miss in this next round of rotations? Um, shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. And what are you see, happy to see go to? Um, yeah, we, we want any any kind of words, and we might pass you priority for that. So, guys, Rotation. thank you so much. I'm glad that none of you guys are rotating out. So we will see you guys later. <laughs>
And that's it for this episode of the Double Burst Podcast. We would love to hear from you guys. You guys still have a chance to send in some letters for our episode 100. It could be featured on episode 100. We would want to hear from you guys. Let us know. Shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Check out doubleburst.com for past episodes, places to subscribe, and cool player resources. Just wanted to give a shout out to Matthew Gravier, you rock, um, and I just want to say thanks, and you know why. If you guys want to support the show and you have Amazon Prime, you can use your free Twitch Prime subscription to subscribe to our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv forward slash ktdata. Any of that money goes back to hosting and all the gear that we use. Big thanks to everybody who listens to the show. Everybody on the team appreciates it. And until next time, my friends, may your dice rolls be ever in your favor. Thank you.